Scott with sjwellfire.com. I wanted to basically do a quick teaching on the ultimate conspiracy, and that's against God's word. You know, Satan versus God, or society, which Satan runs here in, the, in, the, in this world, even though, you know, the earth is God's footstool, but he's, you know, as Satan or Lucifer was with Jesus tempting him, I can give you all the kingdoms of this earth. And so you really see how society basically is going against God's word. So the ultimate cons conspiracy is really against God. And I'm not, e we're going to go over just different passages of what God's word says and what does society say. And ev almost every topic is flipped. And so I try to take some of the ones that weren't so obvious. And so let's get into it. Now, first one I just thought is interesting is just tattoos. You know, society, especially for the younger generation, most of them, I think, are, are have tattoos. The last time I read this, and I actually did some research, I was a marketing director for a fine art company, and I was looking to take their, their paint line into the ink um, world, the, the tattoo world, and I did a lot of research, and at one time, I think it was 40-some percent of certain, a certain age group had tattoos, and maybe that sur surpassed. This was a long time ago. And God's word, what, what does God's word say? He basically says, ye shall not make any cuttings in your flesh for the dead. You know, that's kind of the, the cutting, more witchcraft type stuff. Nor print any marks upon you. I am the Lord. And you might be sitting back thinking, whoa, you know, I can't, I can't have a tattoo. This is kind of terrible. I want to be able to do what I want. And what I learned when I was actually the marketing director, which I thought was very, very interesting, is a lot of these inks leach into your skin. Your skin is the largest organ, right? And these inks leach into people's skin and poisons them. And so it's it's something to think about. And I think God oftentimes puts rules out there to protect us, right? You know, he, he wants us to live a, a long, fruitful life and if you're tatting yourself up, potentially you could be doing something that's that's not warranted. Plus, personally, I think tattoos look cool. I never did get one. I was thinking about it one time when I was in good shape. But then, as you get older and you know your skin starts to sag and your uh, your big arm muscle arms all of a sudden wilt to nothing, they just look terrible. I mean, let's call it what it is. They look awful. So. One that hit, hits home, home recently, just about, you know, what has been the COVID-19 response. And from a biblical perspective, you know, what they did, if you had leprosy, for example, is the, the sick were quarantined. Not everybody was quarantined. And so this is brand new. And, you know, there were a bunch of doctors that came out very, very prominent doctors, and they said, what we're doing is so dumb, quarantining the healthy, because you want to get out and you want to get herd immunity. Herd immunity has nothing to do with being vaccinated. Herd immunity has to do with getting out and getting exposed and getting through it. And so, you know, I, I, I ran into this. I was in the international marketing for, um, for a couple years, and this guy that I, I traveled the world with, he was telling me about my predecessor, how they would go to certain countries and everybody would get sick. And this one guy, this one gentleman never was sick. And later he found out that his actual well water, his, his sewage system was leaching into his well water and they fixed it up. And once they fixed it up, 
and he was no longer drinking his uh, roughage, you know, my, on a micro perspective, he was the sickest one of all of them when they traveled the world. And, you know, your immune system, basically, your immune system fights things, right? It, 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 it finds a way to combat certain things. So, you know, I just thought this was interesting. You know, I'm not getting into the whole sexual sin and deviance because it goes on multiple fronts besides just homosexuality. And, you know, it's adultery, it's sex before marriage, it's all of that, right? Sexual sin is sexual sin. But just talking about gender roles, neither shall they shave their heads nor suffer their locks to grow long. They shall only pull their heads. You know, it's talking about the priest class. Doth not even nature itself teach you that if a man have long hair is a shame unto them the woman shall not wear that which pertaineth unto a man neither shall a man put on a woman's garment for all that do so are an abomination unto the lord right men act like men women look like women and if let's not for one second think that this is a grassroots movement this is a pushed movement from the satanic controllers that control the media uh, education, all of it. And it's just a direct assault against God's word. And I thought it was interesting. A lot of the um, the story hours, it came out, a lot of these people that were going in were pedophiles. And a couple organizations were shut down, I think in Minneapolis. You know, you had the uh, San Francisco choir saying, we're going to convert your little kids. And they, you know, that went viral and they shut it down. I mean, if your parents bring your kids to, to this... <laughs> what are you doing unbelievable the fall of society but we've been programmed for 50 years to accept the antichrist right this is a programmed agenda nothing i mean it is what it is i thought this was interesting too just from a prison perspective there are three biblical options for punishment in scripture and they are restitution and penalty pay to the victim you know we will pay you x more of what you stole or did whatever um, lashes, public humiliation, and the death penalty. And, you know, when you go to, when people go to prison, they lose their jobs, obviously, their family breaks up, and the family is the bond that keeps things together. And so God's way is better. You know, a lot of these prisoners are slave labor, and it gives the state a means to compete against other companies in an unfair advantage. I mean, it's just wickedness. And if we actually had a system that followed the Bible, I'm, I'm convinced the society would be much, much better. And there's some really crazy stories about a lot of prisoners being let out um, that that are wicked, but they have to commit to the communist state. I mean, who knows if some of these rumors are true, but, you know, it's kind of like, like blackmail. But at the end of the day, the system, the system is not biblical, and it's not following God's way, and it destroys families. And uh, we do have the death penalty in some states, but, you know, if, if you're going to do something and could receive the death penalty, you'd think twice before doing some stupid stuff, right? Now, a lot of sermons have been on this, but when you really peel back the onion of wife and husband's role, it, it really makes sense, you know. And so wives, submit yourself unto your husband as unto the Lord, for the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, and he is the savior of body, of the body. Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, so let the wives be unto their husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives, right? The husband has to love your wife. Even 
as Christ also loved the church and he gave himself for it, that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word, that he might present it to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy without blemish, so ought men to love their wives as their own bodies, right? Think of the vanity that we have with men. Um, these metrosexuals or whatever they're called. Um, I mean, love, <laughs> love your wives. He that loveth his wife loveth himself, for no man ever yet hated his own flesh, but nourish and cherish it, even as the Lord, the church, for we are members of, the, of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones. For the cause shall a man leave his father and mother and shall be joined unto his wife, and they shall be one flesh. So you think about women, the strongest willed women that you know that are independent and still married, but just strong. I've, I've known a couple, um, one of them is super smart, men's of smart, very opinionated. And she told me once, I thought this was interesting. She said, you know, a lot of times I just want my husband to take the lead and make a decision and call it final and kind of take the bull by the horns and say, this is the way it is. The strongest woman I know, you know, in terms of, you know, kind of reminds me of this woman to the, to the right here. And God has formed us in, in a way that really is, is perfect. Hey, let's look at abortion. You know, what does God's word say versus society, right? Society on the right my body, my choice. That doesn't necessarily apply for vaccinated though, but you know, it's obvious abortion flat out is an abomination. And let's read what God says about his creation. For he shall be great in the sight of the Lord and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink. And he shall be filled with the Holy Ghost, even from his mother's womb. And it came to pass that when Elizabeth heard the salutation of Mary, the babe leaped in her womb and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost. And she spake out with a loud voice and said, Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb. And whence is this to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For lo, as soon as the voice of thy salutation sounded in mine ears, the babe leaped in my womb for joy. Thou shall not kill, right? It's pretty obvious a baby is a living creature. You know, the, the other scripture is God knows you in your womb, your soul. I think it's interesting too, when when Christians have protested abortion at abortion locations, the people fighting them are Satanist. And there was a testimony of a Satanist, former Satanist turned Christian on True News years ago, that he would get paid to perform abortions for our other Satanists who wanted to get business deals done. You know, it's a blood sacrifice to Lucifer. Pure wickedness. Repent of it. Um, from from my perspective, before I became a Christian, I almost got a girl pregnant when I was pretty young in high school. And I was leaning to push her towards an abortion. So if you've been here, you know, ask for forgiveness. I've asked for forgiveness. For years before I became a Christian, I thought the world was overpopulated. And this is a great way for population control. It's a bunch of lies. I took a permaculture class that's a vertical food forest. You can look at my famine video that I think it's a way to have food independence. And they mathematically concluded that with a vertical with vertical farming, you know, it's not monocrop farming where you just farm and you know one crop and mega equipment. It's it's 
uses the space. You know, it's multidimensional, seven seven layers they call it. And they said they could feed the entire world with just the state of Missouri, easy, right? So it's a big lie that there's that the world's overpopulated. I thought this was interesting, children to care for their parents. But if any widow have children or nephews, let them le learn first to show piety at home and to requit their parents, for that is good and acceptable before God. You know, this is this is a hard one, right? Um, when my grandmother was in a nursing home, I think I saw her once every five years, maybe she was in there 10 years. And the day she died, I was actually at the uh, Churchill Downs Kentucky Derby and I came home and, and I was pretty buzzed or kind of falling off the buzz of an all day event. And it, my spirit hit me and it just, it hit me in, of, hey, your grandmother just died. And then the phone rang a minute later and my grandmother died. And I just had regret letting her rot in the nursing home. So one of the things I want to try to do is I want to try to take care of my parents. And it's easier said than done. I realize that, but we will see. Dominion over the food. So society says on the right, you should not have beef because of, you know, global warming. You know, they're messing with our uh, GMO foods. There was a study done, an independent study where they fed rats, GMO, I think it was corn. And they just ended up, I think it was the second or third generation having the cancer shot, cancer tumors everywhere. Many of them couldn't reproduce. You think about it and we're putting that in our body these these manipulated genes it's just not healthy right and god said behold i get i have given you every herb bearing seed which is upon the face of all the earth and every tree in which is the fruit of the tree yielding seed as you it shall be for meat don't mess with god's seeds every moving thing that liveth shall be meat meat is food for you and even as the green herb have i given you all things we have dominion over this right so society says fake food. I mean, it's from Satan. This is from the pit of hell. Controlling the seeds. The seeds have been given to us to empower us. And again, I go back to that famine. He who controls the food controls the people, as Henry Kissinger said. And I would say buy seeds, find a way to cultivate seeds, save seeds, get food independence, even if you're rich, because the grocery store has a three-day shelf life. In 2008, one of my next door neighbors, when that crash happened, told me that, you know, some of these mega grocery store chains could not get loans to fill the shelves and the government had to step in. And it was a bit of an eye opener for him. He started prepping after that. So don't think the grocery stores are going to be here forever with, you know, filled with food or there could be mega inflation, right? Who knows? Could be a good barter for you if things really go awry. And science, this thing I find very, very interesting. Um, one of the, a great movie or video is The the Ultimate Lie um, by Dr. Tennant. Take a look at that. But recently they just found a giant skull in China. And so we're, we've been raised to think of evolution. And, you know, that movie or presentation that Dr. Tennant did 
he showed all these articles that were in the 1800s and early 1900s in a Lincoln speech of the evidence of giants. And we're talking 12 to 14 feet, just mega people. And they were pretty wild. And, and one thing they all had in common is the Smithsonian would go and pick them up and then they'd, they'd lose these giants. And if you think that people couldn't necessarily measure back in the 1800s, I mean, they, they could measure. They were very, very smart. Try to take an eighth grade test from the 1800s and you, you'll be shocked at how advanced they were with their knowledge and some of the maths that they had that they could do. So that their hearts might be comforted, being knit together in love and unto all their riches and full assurance of understanding to the acknowledgement of the mystery of God and of the Father and of Christ. Beware, at least any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit after the tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world and not after Christ. Right. You know, a simple one of what does God's word say versus society is just disciplining kids or spanking them. And obviously we're not talking about beating children and abuse, but just correction. So what does God's word say? Foolishness is bound in the hearts of a child, but the rod of correction shall drive it far from him. Withhold not correction from the child, for if thou beatest him with the rod, he shall not die. You know, you think of society in time out, I, I'm convinced some of the brattiest kids I know never were spanked and kind of run roughshod and are disrespectful to their parents. You know, I've been told some sometimes they would be put in timeout and they'd go upstairs and play on their cell phone. So it wasn't really correction at all. It was playtime. But yet, you, you know, I challenge you, if you find out some kids or young people were spanked and uh, they just seem to be very outstanding young young citizens you know <laughs> i wonder if there's ever been a study on this it'd just be i'd just be curious but uh you know disciplining kids is key her behavior and then the last one i have and grant this is just me picking some i think we could go all day on the word of god versus society right the perversion of it but god gives us free will and where Satan is trying to go is, you know, the hive mind or singularity being hooked up to the Internet of Things. And, you know, he's ultimately trying to take your soul and take away your consciousness. For the good that I would, I do not, but the evil which I would not that I do. Right. So God's given us free will. Ye shall therefore keep my statutes and my judgments, which if a man do, he shall live in them. I am the Lord. Now, he gives us free will, but he corrects us. I'm corrected all the time with some of my, my sin. Um, so he'll guide you because he loves you. But he'll let you do whatever you want. You know, but the wages of sin are death. And hereby we know that we are of the truth and shall assure our hearts before him. For if our hearts condemn us, God is greater than our heart and knoweth all things. And again, God gives us free will, corrects us down the path. Satan wants you to plug into the singularity AI technology, which I'm convinced as the Antichrist comes in, I'll share a dream that I recently or recently had, years ago I had. And God's reminded me of it, of the Antichrist, I think will survive his wound to his head, but then will be tied into the Antichrist beast system, the Internet of Things, with artificial intelligence. Read his word. You know, I'm curious as uh, 
as we build our platform, comment on other perversions against God's word, you know, from education to business to taking care of the poor. I mean, the list goes on and on. And you can find us on Telegram. I put kind of how I, some of the things I've learned over the years. We're on Gab, BitChute, Rumble, Odyssey. And uh, let's try to form a community. God bless.